<laughs> I do feel like I used to be a people person. Um, and then I met more people. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That, meeting people more, really are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> meeting, meeting more people will generally, yeah, that will put you off of people. Uh. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Good evening and welcome to the Bats Show. <laughs> Just kidding, it's a Stab Show, April idiot. You're a fucking idiot for believing my lie. Anyway, let's meet tonight's <laughs> let's meet tonight's panelists. Uh, our first panelist lives in the Los Angeles area with his wife and child. He's a fantastic writer, performer, improviser. It's Nick Pettigrew. Our second panelist is also married to someone, but someone different than Nick's. Uh, is a hilarious stand-up comedian. It's Brett Stoltz. And our third panelist is a woman, which is fundamentally different than the previous two panelists. She's also a fantastic stand-up comedian and stab show favorite. It's Jacqueline Wyan. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. I'm sorry I hurt you earlier. I'll never, ever lie to you again. <laughs> Idiot. Welcome to Stab. It's April 1st, and I have avoided uh, every news and social media outlet all day, like I usually do on this day. Just waiting for all the hilariousness to fly on by. Basically, this is my Passover. Anyway, let's meet tonight's panelists. <laughs> Nick, good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you. Hey. How you doing? How's things? How's life? Uh, You know, everything's kind of moving back to some semblance of normal, which is nice, I guess. Is it? But I've had to start wearing pants a lot more, which Ugh. isn't fun. Anything that makes one have to wear pants more can uh, can just categorically be uh, be, be said well, is to be less. The crazy thing is, the pants I think shrunk. They must have shrunk at least two sizes that's, since the last time I wore them. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's. I think that's going to be a phenomenon that a lot of people are going to be experiencing. The great 2020 pants shrinkage. Uh, it's just going to be running rampant. Well, good to see you, Nick. Happy to have you again. Always, always happy to have you. Uh, over there in the middle, Brett, how you doing, buddy? I am well. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Or at least as far as the listening audience needs to know, I'm doing super. <laughs> no, I'm, everything's good. Uh, good to see you. It's been a good little while. Sorry. It has. It has. I shared my race theory last time that we're actually all descendant of lizard people, and mm. I think you were a little taken back by that. Well, I mean, I you know. Teach the controversy. I know where my bread's buttered, uh, and it's <laughs> it's buttered with uh, with just wonderfully clawed, uh, <laughs> three fingered reptilian hands. So you know what? How about you pump your brakes? Uh, <laughs> what have you been up to since last we've? We've seen uh, Brett uh, uh, working uh, in healthcare, human resources, which is terrifying in these uh, oh so troubling times. Yeah, that's it's great. That's not where one wants to be. <laughs> no, no. And like Jacqueline, um, I'm not going to name names, but if you read the newspaper, you're like, oh, yeah, I know <laughs> oh, what Brett no. works on. Oh, no. Oh, you guys are. 
not only uh, not, <laughs> not only not only are your lives going uh, not well, but they're going like like topically not well. They're <laughs> uh, and we we also have a friend um, who does shows here. that has been on the on the stab show before that uh, works and and has during all this been working. You know, uh, with EDD. So we've got a, a triumvirate of a lot of people in bad places oh. uh, for the last year. That's just, oh. Yeah, healthcare and EDD, those sound like pretty bad places to uh, to be be involved at the moment. I mean, bless you. Uh, and, you know, I'll I'll uh, honk my horn at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, just we appreciate, so, especially when I'm working in Excel. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Just so you know, I think it. I like to think it carries. Uh, <laughs> and anywhere you hear somebody saluting essential workers, your ears just perk up. And, oh, hmm, that's right. <laughs> I was important for a couple weeks. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Brett and Jacqueline. Welcome back. Glad to be back. Yeah. How how are you? How are how are things? Besides, you know, what we've covered already. Yeah, fine, good. Yeah. Well <laughs> <laughs> You know, all all of all, those all adjectives. Things. All of them. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh I mean it's almost like we didn't miss you though, as uh, there was okay. a <laughs> No, uh, uh, to explain, as there was a, an appearance by uh, um <laughs> One of the what I've now branded as the uh, I believe it was the the JCU characters, the Jacqueline Corey <laughs> extended universe of characters. <laughs> you got a lone character that that uh, both of you'll you'll play back and forth anytime the need <laughs> arise. Uh, what? I, I, who was that again? I forgot. Are you talking about our good friend Titty Loving Tony? <laughs> yeah, Titty Loving Tony. <laughs> Uh yeah, he's popped up every once in a while, and I guess that's the <laughs> that's the advantage of having two people to do this show, uh, living in the same place. They can just pass off uh, intellectual property back and forth. <laughs> and now within our vows. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I hope I hope the ownership of TD Eleven Terry is or <laughs> is clearly defined, just in case God forbid uh, anything goes wrong here. <laughs> We have to make sure we, <laughs> we know who is who's owed to the living Terry. All right, or Tony. It's Tony. I keep wanting to say Terry. You know, I don't know. Uh, Tony. Terry doesn't love titties. We know this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Terry is Tony's gay aunt. <laughs> okay. Well, well the, then I was wrong. Terry also loves titties. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that we've firmly established who does and doesn't love firm tatas, let's move on <laughs> into the actual program. I apologize. It's not normally like this. Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. And we start with segment one, as we often do, just because that's how numbers work. It's reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Today, as I sort of touched upon, uh, and as you've probably been made aware by now via many hysterical posts lying to friends and family about various things, it's April Fool's Day, my least favorite day of the year. Uh, for me, April 1st can easily and in toto GTFOH or get the fuck out of here. It can fuck off. 
then keep fucking off past its previous off fucking record. And then, when it's fucked off as far as it can, give me a call to come pick it up, just so I could tell it with all my heart to absolutely fuck the rest of the way off. But, I guess it's possible, GTFOH. Uh, could stand for other things, though I can't for life me think of anything else right now. So maybe then you all can tell me who or what else GTFOH <coughs> might stand for or represent to you. Nick, let's hear your GTFOH. Okay. Greetings, brother. You look lost and befuddled without purpose, brother. I got just what you need, brother. The GTFOH or Great Templar Fraternal Order of the Holster. Hulk Hogan is here for you, brother. Join up with the rest of us Hulkamaniacs and you will get your tearaway Hulk shirt and bandana to cover up the fact that you are balding, brother. At GTFOH, uh, yeah, that's right. We live by a few simple tenets. Say your prayers, take your vitamins, and inject large amounts of human growth hormone, brother. Once you've initiated by watching the Hulkster bang out Bubba the Love Sponge's wife for three whole days, you'll be ready for the great secret paradox of the GTFOH. That Terry Bollea, the actor who plays Hulk Hogan, does not have a large penis, brother. But Hulk Hogan does have a large penis, brother. After initiation, you'll be a brother, brother. And that's for... Life, all right? Screwed that up. So next time your ex-wife introduces you to her new husband who doesn't drink to forget, you can ask him, <laughs> what you gonna do, brother, when five-ish overweight, balding 50-year-old men run wild on you? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Was not, safe to say, was not expecting <laughs> the brother brothers. But you know what? Uh, Hulkamania never dies, so uh, it, it will outlive us all uh, until we are embraced by the 24-inch pythons of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Nick. Oh, strolling down a wonderful memory lane. Not the, not the love sponge part. Um, most of the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> Brett... Let's hear your return to this program with your GTFOH. You find yourself at a snobby college party, surrounded by would-be poets and failed PhD candidates, adrift in a sea of conversations concerning the assorted works of David Foster Wallace and Lin-Manuel Miranda. Suddenly, there's a lull in the conversation and all eyes are on you. What do you do? Just remember, GTFOH, good times for O. Henry. By simply saying GTFOH, good times for O. Henry, mm -hmm. you'll have these pseudo-intellectuals whirling at your cutting analysis. Prepare for an onslaught of, I never thought of it that way before. And, hmm, interesting. No one, save my mother, has read O. Henry, but no one wants to appear uncultured. And in the off chance you're in the same room as an O. Henry scholar, as if they exist, turn the tables on them and tell them you're talking about the candy bar. With that slight misdirection, they're bound to latch on to a philosophical argument about the Sue Ellen Mischke episodes of Seinfeld. Now, excuse me as I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. 
good times for O. Henry. Uh, and you're right. Uh, I have nothing to riff on because I have no idea. I, I know it's a thing, <laughs> but uh, exactly. Oh, 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 Henry. Oh, Henry. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the '80s, late '80s, early '90s sitcom uh, adaptation <laughs> of O. Oh, Henry. Uh, <laughs> that's a young Kevin James. Okay, um, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's wind up our uh, our our triple our triplet of uh, GTFOHs. What do you got? Hey, Connecticut! You asked for more action-packed local sanitation truck-themed trading card characters, and we listened. <laughs> Not at first, though. <laughs> now, interesting. introducing all new characters based on Hartford, Connecticut's famous talking garbage trucks. We have our hero, Goober, the garbage truck. Then there's Grimy, the real big garbage truck. And Tanner, the very large garbage truck. We have Dr. Squirt, the quite huge garbage truck. And Dr. Squirt Jr., his son, uh-oh, here comes Diet Dr. Squirt, his bitch wife. Tell her I'm not here. Each card features a detailed profile on the skills and personalities of each trash-tastic champion. And here they come now, pulling into the station. Toot, toot. It's just like Thomas the Tank Engine, except real stinky. Limited edition garbage truck friends of Hartford. Collect them all. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> toot toot <laughs> here they come oh <laughs> uh i mean given my collection of of uh garbage pail kids uh if this came out at the right time i would have a binder full of these uh, <laughs> if i lived <laughs> in hartford connecticut uh <laughs> thank you jacqueline that was segment one that was reorganization that was gtfoh that's how this show works. Repeat four more times. Uh, it's segment two. Topical haiku challenge. Please write a haiku. <clears throat> or three haiku each on the following news story. Uh, I am not shitting you. I hate April Fool's Day. Uh, I, uh, I don't know your guys' feelings on the subject. Maybe you love it. Maybe you're cruel people who like making people who care about you worried sick for your safety or dashing their hopes with <laughs> too-good-to-be-true news that turns out was because of National Liars Day. Ugh, I didn't reread this. <laughs> so, whether it be in celebration or condemnation, uh, just give me three haiku each about the topic of April Fool's Day. Why not? I don't know. I thought this was hopefully... This was a, a, a nine-response-worthy <laughs> uh, endeavor here. We got nine takes on April Fool's Day. We'll see. <laughs> uh, or I'm a bad host. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nick, let's hear your first. Oh, wait. Hold on. We have to get the uh, less racially insensitive music. Okay. There we go. Uh, you know, we used to have a, a, a very sort of racist uh, Japanese uh, tune. Now we've uh, we've turned that into an Irish jig. Still racially insensitive. <laughs> but <laughs> but not specifically directed at the Japanese. So it works, I think. Uh, 
haiku to an Irish jig. I mean, clearly. All right, Nick. <clears throat> let's let's uh, let's do hear that first uh, April Fool's Day haiku. There were two lines seen. A baby is on its way. J.K. I'm sterile. <laughs> oh, see, I wouldn't know which way to take that. Was <laughs> I'd be waiting for a, a yet another shoe to drop. Wait, is he kidding about being sterile too? I don't. <laughs> I hate this day. <laughs> My junk don't work. <laughs> <laughs> just have a button. <laughs> just just so people know immediately upon me. My junk don't work. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brett, let's hear your first haiku about April Fool's Day. Pranks are not funny. Ask Ashton Kutcher from Punk. Today sucks and blows. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just had to check. Oh, are you keep track now? I okay, just had to it. check today. There it was. That was the two. That was the two bagger hidden in there. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Brett. Uh, Jacqueline. Uh, April Fool's Day haiku one. I have an idea for an April Fool's Day prank. April Fools, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Is that? Is that why I don't like April Fools? Is it just because I can never come up with, with a good enough, <laughs> yeah, with, with a with a, that that skates that line of of lighthearted and also sort of kills just a little piece of whoever you told it to. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe I could just never nail that. <clears throat> Nick, April Fool's Day haiku two. What you got? We're getting married. <laughs> Love is such a splendid thing. JK, she left me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a theme developing. We're gonna <laughs> I mean, is that how you structure it? Uh, April Fool's Day Post? Is it maybe, has it been that easy? Have I been overthinking it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting, we're finding out some stuff today. Um, Brett. April Fool's Day, haiku two for you. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. You can't be funny today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. It's more of an American sentence. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. We take all kinds. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's hear. Let's wrap up the second third of you know what just your second uh april fool's haiku okay i'll post on facebook i'm pregnant everybody <laughs> but i'm not really <laughs> <laughs> it's just as simple as that <laughs> <laughs> i'm overcomplicating it it's just a simple lie okay uh, <laughs> nick Let's wrap up these haikuans with your third April Fool's Day haiku. I got my dream job. All the years of shit worth it. JK, just kill me. <laughs> yeah. There was a nice through line there. Um, <laughs> uh, that hits too close to home. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> you would hope all three of those didn't appear on the same day. Because <laughs> that is a classic 
cry for help. And it, it's sort of in the end of that last one, clearly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, hi, David. Hi, over there in the chat. Hi, chat folk. Uh, Brett. Yes, sir. Let's hear your last haiku. Okay, you're giving me more shit because it's an American sentence, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Foolishness can be all year round when you are a libertarian. No, see, that worked as a height. See, there was... Well, I, I had to put the pauses in there. Jesus. <laughs> that's all right. That's, I mean, that's almost exactly what a haiku is. Uh, <laughs> is putting pauses in there. Uh I hate poetry, by the way. I just don't know if you knew that or not, so thank you. Oh, shit. Um, well, I... April Fool's, I love poetry. Oh, damn it! No! <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh, zinged me so hard. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's wrap this up with your last April Fool's haiku. I'm a pranky boy. I love to prank all my friends. By prank, I mean kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Smooches. Oh, didn't mean that, or did I? JK. Mm. <laughs> oh, so many levels and layers. All right, that was Topical Haiku Challenge. Now we'll get away from April Fools. I just had to give it what for. Uh, segment three. It's celebration time. I know we don't trot it out very often, but you know what? I thought I might. Um, so, you're going to tell us how you celebrated these events. History. It's happening right now. Someday, if somebody told you, or if somebody told somebody else that I just said these things on this day way back when, that'd be hella historic. Like, hella. Anyway, the point is, things, uh, <laughs> things as awesome as me reading this uh, happen pretty much every day. So tell me how you celebrated these other things that just so happened to happen on this day in years before this one. See, I explained it very clearly up top, and then I did it really dumb. So, uh, <laughs> Nick, on this day in 1952, the Alpha Beta Gamma paper introducing the Big Bang Theory was published in the Physical Review. So how then have you been celebrating this today? Well, uh, the Big Bang, as we all know, is the best idea we have as to how all of this shit is here in the first place. Like, for all of our science, our best idea is that there was nothing, and then a thing happened, and now we have computers. So that's as good a theory as we have. It's basically the scientific version of because I said so. So I celebrated by indulging in things that I have no idea how or why they work, which tragically is just like every other day. Because everything is magic when you're an idiot. Magnets, how do they work? Right, my fellow juggalos? <laughs> oh, all right, that's that. I'm done, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't need to go any farther. It's <laughs> just, just throw the juggalo signal up there and uh, <laughs> they'll all agree. I mean, how do they work? <clears throat> I've been working with all of this stuff for the last year. And, you know, the entirety of my life, <laughs> one thing doesn't work. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I, just, I have to buy another one of them. It's, ugh, we are woefully uh, inadequate in our uh, knowledge of just the basic world around us. <laughs> Ooh, this is fragile, guys. <laughs> <laughs> society hangs by a dumb, dumb thread. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brett. <clears throat> Similarly, 
here is something for you. On this day in 1976, speaking of, uh, <laughs> Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs founded Apple Computers in Jobs' parents' garage in Cupertino, California. How are you celebrating that fact? So I, uh, I was going to start my own company with a fellow Brett in my parents' garage. <laughs> sure. But my parents have been divorced for quite some time now, and I'm not in contact with any other Bretts. So I got depressed. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, during a fit of sleep-deprived psychosis brought on by my depression, spawned by this very writing prompt, you son of a bitch, I came to the starting realization that Steve Jobs isn't dead. That's what he wants you to think. No, Steve Jobs uploaded his consciousness to the iCloud. Think about it. He's dead. Hang on, let me get that in frame. Dead. <laughs> All of a sudden, we have the iCloud. Timelines are unimportant right now. We're uploading all of our information into the iCloud so Steve Jobs can maintain his humanity. Why? Because he will usher us into the singularity. Hey, Brett, what about Android users? Well, I'm glad you asked, voice in my head. They're on the other side of the war. War? Yep, the coming war between man and machine. Apple versus Android. Fuck Google. We're living in end times. <laughs> Steve Jobs is the John Connor we deserve. <laughs> oh, but but he's inside the... Wouldn't he be leading the machine? I don't under... Oh. Sleep-deprived psychosis, man. I can't. There's no logic. Here. All right. All right. So what you're telling me... <laughs> What you're telling me is every time you, you come through here, you're going to drop another conspiracy on us. You got it. All right. All right, B-Anon. You... <laughs> it's not very anonymous. It's, it's B. It's B for Brett. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very out there. All right. Um, you know, as far as theories go, it's at least as uh, well thought out as nothing. And then we have computers. Oh shit! It's the exact same thing. It's Steve Jobs. There was nothing. There was no computers, and then there was. Oh god! <laughs> that fucking meta. Oh man, just feeling all these explosions in my head. I'm coming online, guys. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's finish our celebrating with Jacqueline on this day in 2001. The Netherlands becomes the first country in the world to make same-sex marriage legal. Hey, that's fun. 2001. We're a fucking ape species. Um, <laughs> uh, how are you celebrating this lovely bit of news? I fingered a Dutch broad who was born in 2001. <laughs> it's not creepy if you do the math and consider that she's 20, which is allowed, and that my husband said it's okay, but only if he could watch. It's not creepy, Jesse. It's allyship. <laughs> God bless. He's very lucky to have an ally like you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should all be so lucky. Uh, <laughs> I hope. I mean, you've still got three and a half hours. Get out there and finger your own Dutch broad tonight. <laughs> Do your. I said Dutch like crunch. <laughs> well, it's just all those years in bread. You had Dutch crunch just just smashed. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly. 
<laughs> but but hopefully she, she didn't have any Dutch crunch. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Everybody, just ignore what I said. Segment four. <clears throat> We're almost almost there. It's segment four. It's sell it on Craigslist. Need a quick buck? Turn some of your laying around junk into somebody else's problem via a monetary exchange. In other words, sell it on Craigslist. In still other other words, give me your Craigslist postings for the following things. Very simple, very straightforward. Uh, you know, I mean, clearly this will be very simple and very straightforward, Nick. Your your Craigslist posting uh, for the solar system. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> My turn. Um, for sale, solar system, slightly used. Uh, this solar system is actually free to anybody that wants to come pick it up. Oh, yeah. uh, there's eight planets, nine if you count Pluto, and ten if you count Planet X. To be honest, it has a lot of problems. Like only one planet supports life, and the things that live there are crazy as dicks. All the other planets are kind of useless. A couple of them are just made out of gas because they got kind of lazy. One of them's called Uranus because that's fun, but its axis is all fucked up. The sun still works, and it's like a fun conversation piece. But be careful. Because nobody knows if you align all the planets and moons at the same time, the whole fucking thing blows up. <laughs> it's good to give that warning. <laughs> Not all sales do come with all of the, uh, like, like the manual. Uh, you don't get that with me. <laughs> it's good to know. If you're going to buy a solar system, one of the things you need to know going in is, does the sun still work? If not... You're, you just got a bunch of rocks. So and this is <laughs> just a bunch of cold-ass rocks that you got to put in the backyard somewhere. And, I don't know. Make a, <laughs> I don't know, make a water feature. <laughs> Most of those don't have water. And if they do, it's frozen. Ugh, it's a whole thing. So, <laughs> And to replace the sun, you might as well just buy it new. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nick. Uh, Craigslist posting for a solar system. Brett. <clears throat> Let's hear your Craigslist posting. For the contents of an abandoned supervillain storage unit. These here are some of the things I've done did fine in my great uncle's tool shed turned storage unit. Quarter the size of a Buick, $1. Buick the size of a quarter, $5. Grocery bag of Confederate flag beach towels, $5. Iron Maiden, never used. $10. Thor's Hammer, Marjorie, I think it's its name, $15. <laughs> Iron Maiden posters, $20. Collection of eye patches and fake mustaches, free. Squatty Potty, like no, $20 open to trade. And uh, former Secretary of Defense and our 46th Vice President, Dick Cheney's original heart, $100 or best offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a mixed bag when you're dealing with <laughs> with a superhero uncle's shed. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely what stuck with me was uh, you know Marjorie uh, Thor's hammer. <laughs> 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 that that's a Southern Thor. <laughs> Y'all, whoever can wield margarine gets the power of Thor, man. <laughs> 
just now a, I want to see this movie. Disney's yeah. got reasons to have this. It's just Perfect. A, a country crock tub uh, <laughs> glued to an old axe handle. That's <laughs> that's the, that's the redneck uh, Thor's hammer. All right, <laughs> thank you, Brett. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna sell this one here, Wyant. Uh, <laughs> but let's hear your Craigslist posting. Uh, you're selling common courtesy. No contact pickup. First come, first serve. Lightly used. Super rare. Can't find it anywhere these days. Most people haven't even heard of it. I got some. You can have it. Pretty much free, but would it kill you to say thank you? Would you just die? Give me a call. Let's set something up. My phone number is 916. Nice guy. Leave a message and I'll call you back. It's just what you do. <laughs> All right, hold on. I so want to just call 916 nice guy now and see. <laughs> Do you know your phone number is nice guy? You're, w- <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that's that's similar to some of the the, the prank calling I did uh, when I <laughs> when I was a, a saucy ragamuffin, um, yeah, just coming up with with what number what one eight hundred numbers uh, were words. <laughs> you, you know your phone number is one eight hundred ass butt. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was I was not a very good prankster. I hate April Fool's Day. All right, segment five. <laughs> <laughs> it's location, location, location. We are already coming towards the end here. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Settle down. There's 260 other ones of these. Just find another one you like. Uh, <laughs> it's segment five. Location, location, location. Sometimes <clears throat> one's entrepreneurial spirit doesn't quite line up with their locale. You might have a thing you believe in, but might find yourself in a place where that's something might be a bit of a hard sell. In location, 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 you've all started businesses in less than ideal locations. And it's your task to sell us on why we should want to buy your stuffs regardless. Let's hear the pitches. So, Nick. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you are you are the beneficiary of uh, Edgar Granados uh, crapping out of a show a couple months ago. Uh, this was his location. <laughs> and I really wanted to hear somebody do it. And you are just the right person. So, oh boy, I gotta be honest because I almost dropped out of this. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that would have been a terrible, terrible April Fool's uh, sort of message, and just would have reinforced my hatred of this day. Uh, well, I'm I'm super glad you didn't. Uh, uh, not not uh, in small part because I wanted to hear uh, Nick. You are a scuba instructor. In Atlantis. People of Atlantis, you need scuba gear. But Dennis, I can telepathically perceive you thinking, I can already breathe underwater. Yeah, but that's only because your scientists and magicians in their hubris sunk Atlantis in the first place, condemning you all to a life under the sea. What happens... When they cause another calamity, causing you to lose your gills, huh? You're going to need a backup. 
Isn't it better to have it and not need it than it is to need it and not have it? Hmm? I'm willing to bet your ancestors wish they had scuba suits. Also, I didn't want to bring this up, but you guys are all naked and you got to cover up. It's just all fish titties and fish dicks flopping around down here. I keep trying to post videos to Instagram to show people Atlantis is real, but they all get flagged and taken down. So please help me help you. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it happened once. You think it can't happen again? <laughs> what if? What if you somehow like Atlantis falls even further? Can you breathe lava? How about that? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the next stage. Uh Nick, thank you for thank you for not not doing the show. Um <laughs> it's super appreciated cuz I I like you on the show a lot. So happy to have you. Um where can folk uh catch some more uh, wonderful Nick Pettigrews outside of this program? Uh you know, I'm on I'm on, on Twitter and uh allegedly i'm on twitch i haven't been on in a while but i, I do that yeah. sometimes and uh i'm making a, a video game called exit pursued by bears so <laughs> you know you can google that and not find it because it's a pretty common phrase so you know good luck but yeah that's it oh well cool uh i mean yeah i will <laughs> i want to be a tester uh <laughs> Well, thanks for thanks for joining us, Nick. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, thanks for persevering and uh, <laughs> and not letting the world keep you from wanting to do a thing. I don't know. I'm gonna assume that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Nick. Brett, let's hear your location. Um, you run a college recruitment booth at a, <laughs> at motocross events. <laughs> hey. Hi, yeah, it's a little loud, I know, but where do you see yourself in four years? I no, no, this is not the churro stand. It's it's for actually for college. Yeah, a college. Have you thought about no, this isn't a merch table. No, no. If you're if you're interested in the humanities, humanities. No, not huge manatees. Oh, memories. No, no, I get it. See, I went to college, so I know what a memory gland is. Churro stand is on the other side of the arena, okay? No, these aren't beer koozies. They're, do you even care? For the last time, this isn't the merch table. These bumper stickers are for people who sign up for our meet and greet. Churros are, churros are across the way by the restrooms. No, this is not a merch table. This is for a, you know what, fuck it. Fuck it. Here, here. Take the fucking bumper stickers, you jackals. Uh, that uh, seems <laughs> seems too knowingly accurate. Um, <laughs> thank you, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> it would be loud. I didn't think about that. It would be very loud constantly. Uh, <laughs> that was a college recruitment booth at a motocross event. Brett, hey, hi there. Um hi there. How can folk uh, find, follow, and enjoy Brett Stultz outside of this particular episode of the STAB program? Uh, yeah, I would say the best place would be the uh, the uh, popocalypse.com. Okay. 
it's just, you know, I, I, I post snarky things there about pop culture. So, oh, well, yeah. Well, cool. Is it is the? It? Is I don't it, know. Is it the? Is, is it, it's it the? is the pop, popocalypse, popcultureapocalypse.com. It's not the best name <laughs> to actually have out there as a realized for branding. So thanks for making me feel like an asshole in front of all these people. I was just clarifying to make sure. Well, people... no, I, I, I appreciate the article clarification, but I realize <laughs> popocalypse is kind of a mouthful. Okay. It's clever, but not catchy. All right. So we've got, we've got a couple people working on projects that they're ultimately not proud of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's still time guys you can, you can still shake it up uh no we'll check check out the, the game and the the site that we won't be able to find come on guys uh let's work on our seo all right uh <laughs> and jacqueline before we uh, get into your final bit uh where can folk uh enjoy jacqueline Wyand out in the world you can follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Wyand. It's spelled like Jacqueline Wyand. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. Oh, um, I had some garlic sprout accidentally, and then um, so I planted it, and now I'm just kind of seeing what happens. Ooh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a photo essay going on right now that you're 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 following? You're working that... on it. Okay. <laughs> Look well. out for that. <laughs> yeah, look out for the the surprise garlic uh, <laughs> feed that we're gonna. I don't know. <laughs> Why am I shitting on everybody else? At least that makes sense. Popocalypse. Uh, <laughs> 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 I kid because I love. All right, <laughs> Jacqueline. <Liberal fools. laughs> uh-huh. uh, all right, let's take us out of here, Jacqueline. Uh, you. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. You are a pet groomer in a world of anthropomorphized cartoon animals. Hey, how are you doing? It's me, your old pal, Titty Love and Tony, with a brand new business venture for you. I recently moved to the furry capital of the world, Philadelphia, and I'm loving it. Everyone looks straight out of Robin Hood, and that's the thing that I like. I tell women, hey, hey. Let me shave your hairy tits. <laughs> they laugh. They say, Tony, hey, I'm harmless. I've set up shop at the back of my SUV. I got clippers. I got a hose. I got some ropes and a muzzle to protect myself. It's a real legitimate business, and the women are so horny about it. Ooh, Tony, they say, ooh, Tony, shave me, Tony. Shave my furry body. So I says, wait your turn. I'll shave all six of your titties when I'm good and ready, dog lady. Right now, I'm only working on commission, or as I like to say, come squishing, because uh, I'll let you figure that one out yourself. This kid's here. Listen, I got to run. I got a whole line of titties just waiting to be shaved. Woof, woof. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen something so nicely teed up on this show in quite a bit. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, that's gonna be that. <laughs> and that was the stab show. Thank you for tuning in, and thanks especially to our fantastic panel: Nick Pettigrew, Brett Stoltz, and Jacqueline Lyon. 
If you like what you heard tonight, why not keep taking a deep old dive into the audio archives wherever you find your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podknife, you know, the biggies. And give the other 260 episodes a try. Or, if you'd like to catch the Stab Show live, you can! Every Thursday night at 8 p.m. on Stab Comedy Theater TV on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook Live. So thank you again for joining us. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying stay safe out there. All the air is turned into bees, and the sky is made of acid. <laughs> Not really! I just like to lie for no reason, April idiots. Good night! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>